What accent does a cat have? What's a cat? What's a cat accent? Is it regional or is it just cat? It's just cat. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that Adam Sandler? <laughs> is Adam Sandler a cat? Is that what you're accusing right now? He hates comparisons to semi-domesticated animals. <laughs> Not another one, says Adam Sandler. <laughs> oh, I feel like we can do better. comes when it feels like it, and when it's told. I'm Paul Salt. I'm Pearl Goodman. <laughs> Edging ever closer to the big one double O, we tackle one of the most hated superhero movies ever made. Oh, it's a DC property. Interesting. Oh. Huh. Fancy that. I don't. I don't fancy that. <laughs> uh, it's Catwoman. All my life, I felt powerless. I've never stood up for myself. But then... You can come out now, it's okay. I think maybe I'm in the wrong... Everything changed. You died, but you were reborn. By accepting all of who you are, you can be free. She's very self-confident, almost angry. Looking back on it now, dying was the best thing that ever happened to me. Directed by Pitoff, a French visual <laughs> effects supervisor and director. Now, that's the, the one time he goes into the directing room. I'm like, well, that's my go. <laughs> he just strolled in. Oh, what's in here? Oh, I made Catwoman. A Catwoman movie was in production more or less solidly after the release of Batman Returns, with interested parties gradually falling away until the movie just kind of happened, like pure apathy. Who was, was there one constant? <laughs> was there one producer who just wanted a giant spider in it, no matter what? <laughs> no, there was no constant. It's kind of like a potato that you put in like a in an under cupboard, and you come back and it's turned into a horrible tree. Oh. Yeah, that was Catwoman. Clean out your cupboards regularly, folks. You're going to get a Catwoman. The film was a commercial, popular, and critical failure. Yeah. Andrea Gronville. Gronville? Gronville. Oh. Uh, Chicago Reader said, The screenplay's a hodgepodge of witchcraft, ancient Egyptian lore, pure feminism, and a dash of S&M. And it sounds great when you put it like that. <laughs> None of that diluted feminism <laughs> that we get nowadays. Oh, was that was that the problem? It was it was so pure that they could only keep it going for one second. I like feminism without the pulp. I like my recycled. Unpasteurized? Means you just don't put them in a field. That's how you get salmonella, Paul. <laughs> Peter Travers, here we fucking go, Yay. at the Rolling Stone, <laughs> said not to be catty about it, but the stench <laughs> of the litter pan is all over the... And then it stops being amusing. Eh, he tried. Eh, 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 eh. <laughs> he does end eh, by saying eh. meow, though. Oh, I, bet, I bet he does. Only a hack would do that. Oh, the public hacked up a... Um, oh, there we go. That's good. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> the public hacked up a hefty critical hairball over this one. Erasure Freak over at Amazon said in a review entitled Nice Outfit, Hallie, <laughs> says entirely in the body of his review, not sure where this is going. <laughs> the review, the film. Life. You get partway through and just decide, I'm going to put one review up now. Yeah. And I'll put one up before the end and then after the end. There's the one before the end just says, I'm hungry. Are there actually a series of reviews left by this, this guy over the spread around different 
um, yeah, Eurasians, <laughs> different films from different eras. And it's our job, actually, to find them and put them in some sort of narrative <laughs> order. Oh, it's like geocaching, but with te- reviews of terrible movies. Shit, yeah. Maybe not even terrible <laughs> movies. Maybe there's no order to it. Maybe he just hates us. Fuck, I hate this guy <laughs> A now. lawnmower, yeah. hair dryer. <laughs> I mean, we could, see, we could see them all, because you just click on his account, you can see all the things he's reviewed. It's a rubbish puzzle. Oh, don't, don't do that. <laughs> this is a quest for idiots. <laughs> who, who wouldn't think to do that, who just put on their, their hat and go, to Borneo! <laughs> Why? Nothing about that helped led you there. <laughs> to Borneo! I'll figure it out when I get you there. you sure? I'm pretty sure it's Borneo. <laughs> Look, Borneo. He just points at his own face, saying that. Carl Adams, writing for Google says, if I can get the mute button to go away, this is not what you want to see in a DC movie. The origin story is off the line. Off the line. Totally off the line. It's off the line. It's off the hook. Off the rack. Out of control. What does off the line mean? It's not a thing. The villain is laughable. The CGI actress was unpleasant. Oh, I hate that. I hate it when a CGI actress is unpleasant to everyone. Mm. It's like, you're not even real. At the very least, I should be getting the first go at the lunch queue. He continues, and Patience Phillips... Really, French director? Really? You do me like this, French director? <laughs> he has a fucking name. It's five letters long. The film has... I knew off the line wasn't a thing. <laughs> Should it be yes and? Well, <laughs> yes and better. The film has 9% on Rotten Tomatoes, 3.4 on IMDb, and made $82 million on a $100 million budget, therefore definitively oh. proving that there's no money to be made in movies starring women or blacks or women blacks. Especially a combination of the two. <laughs> I mean, some of the highest grossing movies of that year were iRobot, Kill Bill, and Million Dollar Baby. So in good old-fashioned, box-office-reliable white blokes. Just look at all the money that Catwoman lost. That's $8 million on its production budget alone. That's only a little bit over 10% of the losses of Alexander, starring noted black woman Colin Farrell. Oh, it was off the line, though. It was off the line. It was off the line of one thing at a time. It can't be two things. Hey, you man. black and a woman. You're a bit over the hook on that one. <laughs> Catwoman won four golden raspberries. Oh, good. Including worst screenplay, yeah. worst director, yeah. worst picture, yeah. and of course, worst actress, which Halle Berry very famously went and picked up herself. She's one of the very few people who have won an Academy Award and a Razzie, so good for her. What a bunch of shit. Oh, what did her? I'm sure Eddie Murphy is also on that list. Oh. Alright, great. <laughs> oh no, we didn't win his Oscar, that's right. You gotta space your shit out away from your good yeah. stuff. Good thing first. <laughs> win that Oscar. No one's gonna take that away from you. All the shit you want. Look at Robert De Niro. N- maybe not. <laughs> not anymore. There are no three men, but I'm very, very pleased oh. to see Byron Mann make a welcome return. <laughs> he was Ryu in Street Fighter, the movie, <laughs> and now he returns to us as some guy in some scenes. But uh, only a woman, so... <laughs> only a two men. Well, oh yeah, we don't count. Def- yeah, def- defense. No, off. you defended it, sir. Yeah, don't so- don't don't hamstring your favorite actors of all time, Byron <laughs> Man. Actor number Byron one. Man. Yeah. All right, he's a one man, unfortunately. Yeah. Two strikes and you're out, mate. New rule. <laughs> oh no! Two strikes and you're a three man. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's the rule. 2019, very soon. Got to update. <laughs> we got to move with the times. Get quicker. Yeah. Less tolerance. <laughs> don't room for it. Slows you down. <laughs> also, Halle Berry and Michelle Pfeiffer, the two Catwomen, were both in New Year's Day. That's not a three-man thing, but I do think you should write a jingle for it. Okay. <laughs> um, this. Two at a time, you're two's a crowd. I think you're fine, it's not one where you got two in the pot. That's you. Oh, it's like your sisters. Yeah, I'll do. So, Paul, you man sandwich. Meow. 
What's one thing about French director's Catwoman that made you want to be Detective Tonlon? It was uh, going into any scene and knowing I could listen to some good noughties rock at Fuck any yeah. moment. Or R and or B. And R or B. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All the great hits, but not so well known that it was expensive to get the license for any of them. Oh, yeah. So it's like some 41 or Evan Essence. <laughs> it was Evan, Evan Essence. <laughs> Hello, I'm, I'm Evan Essence. Dorset-based. <laughs> tribute act to Evanescence <laughs> No I'm not a tribute band <laughs> Who's Evanescence? I play folk songs <laughs> I hate it Alright Paul What happens in Catwoman? Oh well in the Catwoman There's a lot of Catwomen There are We get some lovely insight into the historical context of the Catwomen Yeah Because I don't know if you knew this uh-huh. But there are Catwomen all throughout history yeah, It's a thing Cleopatra probably It's a thing never established <laughs> Yeah all sneaky. Yeah, there were a few headlines. Cat women in capital letters. <laughs> cat woman saves day. Yeah. San Francisco Chronicle. Boudicca is a cat? Question mark. <laughs> in by the, the worst, Londinian Reporter. By the worst fucking academic paper ever <laughs> assembled. Boudicca cat? Question mark. <laughs> picture of the student just like, huh? Marilyn Monroe had a cat or something. Oh, well, that proves it. Here's a picture of a cat next to the Kennedy assassination. It's a whole <laughs> conspiracy people. There's a cat behind the grassy knoll. Yeah, who's not not looking at anything? Who's just pointedly <laughs> facing the other direction, licking its balls? You look carefully. Or cat snatch. Look carefully at a picture of Neil Armstrong on the moon. There's a cat back there poking holes in his spacesuit. Yeah, that's not conspiracy prov- uh, proving that um, the moon landings were fake, though. It just proves that there's cats in space. Yeah, and that everyone's oh, we know that we all know there are cats in space. We've seen the data. <laughs> We've seen the data. We've. We've heard of the sightings, the abductions. The moon mules coming through the space waves. <laughs> we know this. The fact that every so often a hillbilly gets abducted and then comes back and he's um, got a couple of scratches on his arms. We try to pick one up. Yeah. Yeah, and it really so hurt. Cu- so cute, but oh, don't, be l- don't be lulled. But that's a, that is the first five minutes. There's yes. a great R&B slash ethnic song that <laughs> they're tr- they, they, they went for to give the film a sort of a worldly feel. Yeah. I like the ethnic music. Yeah. It's very good, isn't it? You know, it's very... mm. (laughs) It's almost like real music. It's almost like real music, but there are no lyrics. It's just gibberish. (laughs) And... And fake instruments. Our Marjorie likes to play the Gugonzela. That's not a good thing. (laughs) I was aiming for a proper instrument. That's the only thing I got to. The Uh, Gugonzela. Yeah. Brilliant. Paul Sock racist. (laughs) It's a (laughs) cheese-based... A cheese-based... Horn instrument. Incredibly annoying horn instrument. (laughs) Used on on mass to resemble the sound of a swarming cheese. <laughs> Fuck me when you get a cheese swarming. You don't want to know about it. <laughs> the cheese are meant to be our friends. The African cheeses are the worst. But, <laughs> but with this world, this law, this world of law yeah. established. Um, I wonder very what this world looks like in the modern day. Yeah. Oops. They say we forgot to do any of that. So <laughs> here's a drawing that Petoff made. And if... <laughs> here's a drawing he made out of Sunny Delight. <laughs> And I found an, an old Storm X-Men figurine. I just put a little, I put a little cap on her, and look, whoop, he just throws her across the, the painting. Look at the go, everyone. awkwardly against and falls off. Yeah. Best special effects I've ever seen. Yeah, so we set up our main character, Patience Prudence or whatever, and she works for a cosmetic manufacturer who have invented a new face slime that reverses aging. It's mm. owned by Sharon Stone and the Merovingian. Yes. Also, her best friends are Lois Griffin and an unnamed sassy gay friend who also works there. Patience, have I taught you nothing? You never beat a guy at sports. It messes him up. Hey, man sandwich, 12 o'clock. Yeah, but only only for the first 10 minutes of the film. 
Yeah. He was fired. Prejudice. <laughs> oh, no. And then he goes off and is Philadelphia. Is Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> Lois uses the anti-aging cream and gradually gets sicker throughout, thereby demonstrating yep. that the cream is in fact toxic. I'm not going to work that into our summary of the narrative because the writers didn't. Patience Phillips has uh, French Nick Cage for a boss. Uh, <laughs> I do not reward incompetence. I have no idea why I expected your art to show better taste than your wardrobe. Because she... She's got to do a whole bunch of unreasonable things very, very yeah. quickly. She's got, she's got to finish the file. Whatever that was, she's got she's to draw got, something. Yes, he. This, this shade of red he picked. He wants it darker. Yes. Couldn't I just do that in an instant? No, I'll do it again and drop it by my sinister laboratory at midnight. Yeah. So that's one of the things Patience has going on. The other thing is that she almost dies trying to save a dumbass cat. Yeah. And um, is rescued by a hunky cop. Yeah. Tom yeah. Lone. <laughs> Tom Lone. Very enjoyable name to say. I he want to have you it. out on Tom Lone. Hey. Eh? <laughs> so he he saves her and he's in her life now. Yeah, he's in her life now. He manages to cleverly figure out who she is um, using the only clues of everything that's in her apartment because that's where she left him. Yeah. And then she goes off to do the thing. She yeah. goes to deliver the file. Yes, to Sinister Laboratory. Sinister Laboratory, in which she hears uh, the Merovingian and probably Sharon Stone. I don't I know forget if the Merovingian's now. there. I think he's off bonking the young model. I think it's just Sharon the Stone. The Merovingian, Sharon Stone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, well. Well, I tell you who is there. Hi, Byron Man. See you once later. When's it going to be? How many times is once? <laughs> How many once mores? Three. She escapes. She's chased down a corridor by some terrible noughties action music. Corridors that don't necessarily connect. Or yeah. in, uh, rooms that don't necessarily intersect either. But then she, she's in a pipe. The editing is so bad, she can't get away. Yeah. It's like, oh, now I'm further behind again. Fucking editing. <laughs> they realise she's in the pipe. Yeah. She gets flushed away. Like that movie, The Fugitive. <laughs> she's dead. And not one to pass up an opportunity. A cat comes in and yeah. uh, starts to <laughs> starts to play around with a dead body. Yes, a rubbish looking... Hoping I can leave it on the doorstep somewhere. <laughs> some rubbish looking cats come and sick up some life into her. Yeah. So now she has superpowers. Like the ability to see terrible CGI seagulls. James, when eat your heart out. <laughs> they're, they're no better than that. Million dollar picture. And uh, eventually all the CGI cats become real cats when they've got to stop doing... Sp- oh, very yeah. specific things and then here she is and she's a bit catty now and she does very catty things <laughs> like like falling off of stuff and smashing a window with a fist <laughs> to get it back into her apartment <laughs> like a cat all the subtlety and grace of a cat <laughs> she decides that the cat that keeps hanging around is some way to do with this so she finds her owner an insane yeah. old woman who tells her that the cat she didn't save she didn't even save cat yeah. was fine didn't know her mm-hmm. anything. Cat's name is Midnight, by the way. He oh, yeah. rescued her and gave her superpowers because cats do that sometimes when they're not chewing on their own assholes and falling off things. Yeah. Sometimes they breathe all that asshole dust into your mouth <laughs> when you're when you're dead. And uh yeah, hey presto. Bye-bye. She continues to do catty catty things like snapping at her boss really unreasonably, but definitely reasonably, and then getting really yeah. mopey and, and self-pitying. <laughs> and getting herself and, fired, much to everybody's yeah. delight. Yeah. Who thinks she's a fucking legend now, despite <laughs> despite the fact that she's almost cried when the Merovingian left. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for every second I wasted working for an untalented, unethical, egomaniac like you. You're a jerk. I hate you. Oh, God, what have I done? Please, no, don't fire me, you fucking <laughs> asshole. Please, no, please, please, please go fuck yourself, you ugly son of a bitch. No, please, let me keep this job. I need it so that I can regularly remind myself of what a prick you are. I didn't Please. mean that. Please, sweet God, I have nothing. Very much like your face. 
<laughs> Just like you didn't mean that whole face thing that you've got going on. <laughs> it must be tough being a dick, please. <laughs> At this stage, Hunky Cop is chilling out in a Michael Bay movie, <laughs> judging from the color temperature and camera movements. Yep, and once um, he's recovered from his severe dizziness and nausea. <laughs> And his fear of Shia LaBeouf, who could be at any around any corner. Um, he hooks up with her, and they do some poorly edited erotic basketball in front of some children. <laughs> yeah, they do, and the kids <laughs> love this. They love it. It's scandalous by Mystique. <laughs> <laughs> also, at some point, she gives him a coffee cup with sorry written on it. Earlier, I think. Yeah, that's you know, she's nice like cats. <laughs> yeah, so so that's great. That she's now established. That she's great at basketball. Did she do a dunk? <laughs> yeah, she did a dunk. I think she, she did, did a, sweet a dunk. dunk. She did one dunk. She was showboating a lot. Oh, fuck. She was walking with the ball. She was over the line. <laughs> I don't know any of the terms for basketball. She, 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 was, over, she was over the line. She was, she was rolling the line. <laughs> well, after that, she's going to explore her new powers by doing some low-intensity parkour around her flat. Yes. Um, destroying a legitimate small business across the road from her that happened to be annoying her. Mm-hmm. And foiling a cat-themed bank robbery. She, That's true. She takes some jewels but brings them back the next day with a note that says sorry, because her leather outfit is like the mask. She puts I it get, on, I... and she just does crimes and then regrets it when she wakes up. She did turn into CGI a lot and use the phrase smoking. She, d- <laughs> she did. It didn't make a lot of sense as a cat, <laughs> but I see yeah. what they were, they were going for now. <laughs> this was a mask movie. Hunky Cop is looking pensive at his desk when suddenly it occurs to him that the identical fucking notes with sorry written in the exact same way might, might have been written by the same person. To the fucking lab to prove To this. the lab, because he's not sure. He's not completely <laughs> sure. We get a hilarious enhanced shot of the two sorries right next to each other. <laughs> Very obviously exactly the same. And uh, pretty, I'm pretty sure the, the expert there was inconclusive also. Were they written by the same person? Well, it's not an exact science. But this first one, the broad spacing of the letters, indicative of loneliness, and the O reaching out, insecure, handwriting of a people pleaser. Now, we look at the loop of the Y, very self-confident, almost angry, and the O, well, this person doesn't like to play by all the rules. So they're different people. Very. If you put these two women in the same room, you're going to have one hell of a party. If these two, these two women are about as unalike as you can imagine, if you got them and alone in a room together, be pretty hot what <laughs> sorry you're a scientist I'm, i may be a scientist but i'm still a human <laughs> i'm just trying to bond with you tom lone yeah who are you what are you about you keep bringing me coffee cups tom lone walks alone <laughs> tom lone walks alone <laughs> catwoman she does some inv- she, she, she does some catting she does some investigating. She does some investigating by watching the opening credits again she goes yes. back to insane catwoman she... to complain about the superpowers she's had only to be told that she's yeah. actually dc's catwoman Oh no! Which Cat Lady proves by pushing her over a banister to a forty-foot fall. <laughs> her fall is yeah. slightly po- broken by the pile of dead women that she's already thrown down there, who turned out <laughs> not to be Catwomen. But I mean, she does land palms down on the dead women. Yeah, so uh, proves it. She's obviously she's obviously Catwoman. <laughs> and then, like a cat, she she takes a bite out of one of the dead bodies, <laughs> and then and then drops it in the mouth of another dead body. She shits it in crazy Catwoman's shoes. Yeah. And then knocks over several things on her way out. And she went, ah, I know why you're here. You typed cats full stop women in Google, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I did. And she go- and she goes off and she's like, well, okay, I guess I'm going to go and do uh, sleuthing things. I've got another reason. night spot to ruin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she dresses up in an obscene costume and does some CGI yeah. jumping about. Yep. Uh, 
Uh, she follows a guy to a nightclub and does a sexy dance, just like Batman would. Yeah. Brilliant. With a whip. But not as good as Batman would. No. Not as seductively. He's trained his whole life. Depending on who's playing him. I mean, Ben Affleck? Forget about it. <laughs> He'll do a burly dance. <laughs> ben Affleck is a sexy dance. His whole <laughs> life has been one long sexy dance. The whole thing is just a cacophony of muscle slapping against muscle. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. I don't know why. <laughs> But it is. It's the wrongest, rightest thing you'll ever see. <laughs> oh, that's it. Because she she died. That's it. I forget. I forget that she died. Um. So she <laughs> wants to sort of avenge her own death. Yes. Yeah. So she's followed the guy, one of the guys who killed her, who she found. Phil from of... Modern Family. <laughs> she, well, at this point, only after she's interrogated Phil from Modern Family, does she sneak back into the place where she was killed? Which would probably yeah. have been high on the list of investigation destinations for me, if I were DC's Catwoman investigation destination yeah that's your first solo album when when we break up (laughs) and it's just you you half sitting on a stool looking straight at camera (laughs) and you've got a cat but it's an album that's not the album cover (laughs) that's the content of the album it's just it's sonically it works somehow it's amazing the depth the richness it's like a tom york album and that's the enemy review. So, yeah, so she goes back to this place and uh, there's a scientist is dead. There's a dead scientist. Ah. And Buster Bluth shows up and thinks she did it. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Like any good DC superhero, everyone now thinks she's the twat. Yeah. Who does Jesus, the killing. It does happen a lot to DC, doesn't it? Yeah. Fucking and hell. I guess Marvel, if you if you include all the, the TV shows. I guess. That was a thing. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that kept happening. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. God, fuck everything. Fuck everything. So she, she, she's place. a criminal now. She how is. is she gonna, oh, no. She's how's she going to prove her innocence? Well, maybe wait for the cop to prove your guilt first. <laughs> yeah. That's taking a while. Well, she's going to start by going to the fun fair with that cop. Um, oh, yeah. They run into Tom Arnold and Roseanne Barr. It's horrible. <laughs> I realize at this stage that I don't know the proper term for those big wheels you get at fun fairs. And I find out by Googling the first episode of season three of Bottom. <laughs> it's a Ferris wheel. It's a Ferris you know. wheel, Paul. The thing that yeah. everyone knows. The thing that Richie and Eddie get stuck in. In that's, that, the that's, first I'm... episode of season three of Bottom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, they're in, they're in, one, they're in one of those. And, yeah. uh, and, it, and it breaks, much like the one from season three, episode, three episode one, whatever, <laughs> Bottom. Uh, but unlike Richie and Eddie in Bottom, they don't start insulting the carnies or talking about great birds they've shagged. Tom yeah. alone works alone. He climbs down the Ferris wheel and he starts smashing the mechanisms with a big spanner to, to save the people. This is going to work, yeah. I bet. Halle Berry just quietly gets everybody off of the thing. Yeah, I just did it. I just did Let's it Let's get you off. Tom alone. I'll be with, with you in a second, love. I've never seen a problem yet that I can't solve by smashing something. <laughs> and then he turns back to the cup and the handwriting. <laughs> what does this mean? Smash, smash, smash. <laughs> He's very impressed with her. Yeah, cause, man. Cause she just saved several good. people's lives. Well <laughs> yeah. done. Yeah, thanks. Nice, <laughs> nicely done, love. That's a good date. And she goes, yeah, I'm pretty impressed with how you climbed down and you took the initiative and smashed the things. <laughs> You took the initiative. You, had, you lacked the ability and the know-how and the experience. But what you lacked you in know. all of those things, you made up for in Tomlin. Yeah. A for effort. A for effort. Not A+. plus. <laughs> you did stop for a donut. I noticed that. Yeah. I know you didn't think I noticed that, but I noticed that. You're eating it now. I mean... Just <laughs> <laughs> a classmate. <laughs> Come on. Honestly. Come on. Come on, Tomlin. You're better on, than this. Pull your trousers up. <laughs> your belt's done the thing again. What are you doing? Stop, stop fucking that donut. <laughs> Eyes on the prize, sir. <laughs> Two scenes away from shagging me. Oh, he says. Well, I better better raise my game very briefly then. <laughs> so they have they have some more interactions with Catwoman and Tom alone, and he genuinely can't fucking tell that this is Halle Berry. <laughs> yes, well, there's some there's some investigation stuff. Um, Catwoman goes from Sharon Stone to husband, and then she has a sexy fight with Hunky Cop in an opera. 
Um, yeah. And then later has sex with him, only not as Catwoman. Um, but oh no, yeah. he finds her Dominique, her Diamonique claw on the ground to the fucking lab. <laughs> oh, and uh, yeah, he's still not sure. <laughs> <laughs> and he's how could? <laughs> what a fucking coincidence! <laughs> Every woman has these. I wish I knew more. I wish I had more female friends I could ask about this. <laughs> hey, love. Hey, Sandra. Do you do, do you have Diamonique cat claws? I'm I'm blocking your number. Tick. Okay, that's one down. <laughs> Mum? Anyway, <laughs> Catwoman is lured to the house by Sharon Stone, where she has killed, Sharon Stone has killed the Merovingian and framed her, oh, no. kind of. Hunky Cop busts in, sees this, and is like, beginning to suspect you might be Catwoman. <laughs> to the lab. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, cuts to the lab. He's like, you didn't even bring me anything this time. <laughs> I just need your help. <laughs> or he's got, he's, got, he's got the Merovingian in his arms. <laughs> Hmm? This is getting fishy, guys. <laughs> I'm beginning to suspect something here. <laughs> it looks like this cat has claws. Just go arrest Halle Berry. <laughs> Do your fucking job, Tom Lone. He's talking to a screensaver. <laughs> she goes to jail and then she escapes. It's thrilling. Yeah. It's amazing. She, gets, she slips through the bars. Cinematic nice. gold. Oh, Christ. A car gently taps her on the butt because... French director? You've seen. <laughs> I've seen Orphy by Jean Cacto. <laughs> I know how it goes. She breaks back into... The main office of her cosmetic business. Hi, Byron Man. Thanks for being in the movie. Bye, Byron Man. Sharon Stone and Catwoman fight for the rest of the movie. <laughs> it's about 15 minutes. Yeah, she can't be hurt because uh, oh, her yeah. product line, Bayoline, is uh, is making everyone else sick, but it makes her super strong. Yes. No, not super strong, super, super nothing. Well, the idea is if, you, if you keep using it, then it makes you super strong, but you can't feel anything. But if you stop using it, you go all weird face. Except Lois from Family Guy. She's fine. Because she, well, she got she got sick because she was using it, and then when she stopped, she was fine. Yeah, exactly. So it's the opposite for her. And it was, for everyone else, and it, yeah. that's the way it should. And there was that complaint that they were talking about earlier where they had the woman with the horrible facial scars. Yeah, she stopped using um, it. So oh, no, she kept using it. Yeah, but then she was fine. But it, but apart from those two, everyone else, including Sharon Stone. <laughs> apart from the two examples the film gives, it's very consistent. Yeah, yeah. Sharon Stone is, is, is super nothing. Wait, I gave and, you um, my gun now. <laughs> Day, Day Diggs walks in. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I think I figured it out. I gave him... Oh, no. Shit. I gave you my cream. And Sean Bean... And he just cuts to him and he's dead. Because <laughs> he stopped using the cream. Yes, but he'll Ooh. be beautiful forever. Yeah. That's, that's the trade-off. Okay, so she wins. Catwoman... Uh, yeah. Catwoman kicks Sharon Stone to her death. Well, she tries to yeah. save her. But eh, yeah. half-heartedly. Like, Man. oh, grab my hand or don't. You know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We're getting Freddy, near the I was end. super strong too. Near the, near the end. Yeah, she writes Hunky Cop a letter, and then she awkwardly and uncomfortably slinks off into the moonlight. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, the, the, the sound, the very audible sound of a very attractive <laughs> woman just thrusting and pumping to R&B can be heard. And uh, that, that becomes the song. Uh, is the end credits <laughs> the sa- and it's also accompanied by the sound of audiences just standing and leaving weirdly I could hear that <laughs> the hollow sound of people's cheeks as their mouths close finally <laughs> the dull thud of seats slapping shut <laughs> <laughs> the commuters trudge out of the cinema into the, the drudgery of life commuters like the job was to come and watch <laughs> Catwoman and now they must file out well you know what Paul <laughs> of all 98 episodes that we've done so far so it only fucking felt like a job. It really did. So yeah, this wasn't great. No, it's bad. No. I it's spent very bad. some of it, quite a fair bit of it laughing. 
Some of it is laughably yes. bad. It's dated quite poorly. It's in that sort of ballistic X versus Sever era. 2004. Yes. This is the year before Batman Begins. And I think it's the same year as the first... Is it? Is it the same year as the first Fantastic <sighs> Four? 2005. That's funny. That's great how that works out. Yeah, it really... There's a whole team of people involved in those <laughs> movies. He watched Batman, Batman Begins and went, oh, <laughs> Peter watched shit. that and was just like, oh, I see. I saw derivative <laughs> of me. <laughs> Pitoff. <laughs> He's like all his other films. They're so intelligent and dark. Look at Christian Bale's sexy dance. <laughs> it's you exactly like mine. Can't hear a sing. <laughs> whoa, whoa. And the night. <laughs> so, whoa, weapons. <laughs> it's a, it's <laughs> on the spectrum it is, it is on the spectrum it is here it is not so bad it's good and it's not yeah battlefield earth bad no it's not i'll say i wasn't bored i was underwhelmed no. by what it was trying to do but i wasn't bored by it because it was always some... it wasn't too long I, I occasionally i had to look away from the screen and i think we have to delve into this it's terribly mm. edited my word, I mean, yes. action sequences, of course, you know, it's it's overcut, it's all the things you don't want to do mm. with action, it's disorientating, yeah. it's impossible to see. Not only is it cutting on every, like, movement, it's cutting mm. several times on every movement. I don't think you yeah. ever see an impact, ever. And it's the same with the basketball scene as well. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's no evidence that a basketball <laughs> game was being played. Yeah, but even more bafflingly, it's like that during conversations. There's an awful lot of the Michael Bay sort of panning going on with the, with the yes, background the directing is also a problem yeah the, 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 the background flying past you know just disorientating oh. spinning which as has been pointed out is nauseating meant to, is meant to be used to add emphasis to something that is said but gets used just when they're flirting with each other it's a hodgepodge <sighs> of just early noughties bad directorial styles really yeah throw in a bit of green screen and yeah you've yep. got your dated the worst, early, early the worst CGI fuck. you've ever seen. You could tell they were inspired by Sam Raimi's Spider-Man and they wanted Catwoman sort of jumping mm. around in the same way that he did. But, you know, that looks bad too. <laughs> At least it's in a good yeah. film. The, the parkour would have been a better way to, yeah. to do it, I think. And, you know, if Halle Berry can't do it, then I'll just get fucking someone who isn't Halle Berry. Oh, I didn't mind Halle Berry in this, I've got to say. I quite... I did. I didn't. <laughs> I quite liked her, um, her shy character early on, the sort of frumpy, frumpy berry. First, it's only coffee. And second, I will never, ever, ever wear that leather outfit. And, and I liked her sort of confident self. It's just that the script they gave her was so bad, you know, with these constant puns and... Mm. Uh, Cat got your tongue. Very unsexy dialogue that was meant to be sexy. And I don't quite necessarily just like the idea that, you know, very much like Sucker Punch, just... You know, sexiness obviously can be empowering, but here, sexiness is the empowerment. Her superpower is that she's sexy now. Whereas with Anne Hathaway's Catwoman, for example. Yeah, that's just a part of her character. It just it just so happens that she is, but I think it's the confidence and her sort of, the way she lives life that, that adds to that. <laughs> it's not just, now you can see her belly button, because yeah. she's wearing that revealing top. Oh god, that outfit was and ridiculous. And the slinky walking was ridiculous. It looked terrible. <laughs> just... I kept thinking of Green Wing. <laughs> I know what you're doing, Rachel. <laughs> when you said Spider-Man, I thought you were going to say Sound of Thunder. <laughs> it, it, it was it was that bad. There yeah. were there was one shot where she was slinking away, but it was obviously a green screen because the the background wasn't moving. Mm. There was no tracking. Yeah, we were treated to about a hundred separate city shots, yeah. all of which were just 
terrible garbage CGI. Yeah, and they really kept bad. using them for establishing. Don't. Why would you yeah. do that? And the problem is, apart from the terrible CGI, they're also moving really quickly through it. And yeah. the quicker you move the camera, the less substantial it feels. Yes. And it, yeah, it, it becomes a real, it becomes a real problem. You actually just didn't need to do it to establish every <laughs> scene that was set yeah. in the city. No, well, just imagine we're still there. Yeah. It had me really depressed thinking about um, Ken Christopher Nolan's establishing shots and the way that he establishes the city, you know, in these yeah. crisp, cool, just sense of place. Mm. Boom. Yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> And just Bam, Gotham. The contrast here is just obscene. Just just so much unnecessary CGI. The problem is that a CGI person always looks CGI. Yeah, but that's you... not a lesson that people really wanted to hear at that stage. Yeah. You know, that took some time before we really sort of came around to that idea. Yeah, well, they fucking should have. They should have, because it ha- it really is a stain on a lot of films of that period. Yeah. The Spider-Man films from back then, the, um, the Matrix yeah. films. Yeah. The sequels, that is. You know, have yeah. far too much of that sort of thing, and it's um, it's unfortunate because it's very noticeable. I'm sure yeah. there are some good films that have it as well. I'm trying to think. There are probably some great films that have some terrible CGI shots from the early noughties. And it's very interesting when we talk when we put it in this context because there is uh, a whole two. series of films that are making the same mistakes now. Sure. And it's fucking DC films. <laughs> yes, even though, and in spite of my cheeky opening comment, there's nobody involved in. Catwoman 2004 who were yeah. also involved in um oh no in um Batman versus Superman no of course but it is interesting that the same mistakes are made yeah and if if nothing else Catwoman should serve as a warning yeah but it looks it looks like Justice League mm. yeah it's very silly and it just it just lends itself to a sense of incredulity which you know seems ridiculous yeah. when you're talking about a fantasy film but you do need to buy mm. into the unreality well you need yeah you need sense of place and yeah. time even if it's the year 4000 of, of Middle <laughs> Earth, you know. If, if, if we're in Gotham, I mean, I couldn't even tell this was set in Gotham. It could have just been set in Chicago. Yeah. There's, there was nothing distinguishing about the city. Yeah. At all. Yeah, there was no sense of place and it was pretty awkward. And it just, it didn't yeah. have much of a sense of fun to, I, I mean, I did enjoy seeing, you know, patients a sort of kind of relatable. I mean, it, it's a fairly conventional narrative, really, in terms of presenting mm. a fairly unassertive, relatable kind but ultimately passive character and then having them turn into a much more assertive character by the end Mm. but it's very much just like patience disappears at some point and we just get a completely different character yeah Um, there's no consistency to the way that she's written really there's no through line there's not a great sense early on that you know catwoman is within her just desperate to burst out it's just an abrupt no. about face when they take off There's her no... frumpy jumper it's it's the, the she's all that yeah remove remove the glasses and suddenly she's sexy and confident mm. it's uh if i remove if i remove my glasses i can't see <laughs> i'm so sexy and co- whoops <laughs> stairwell no. another stairwell god he was he was handsome but it's just so fucking clumsy oh well I'll fuck him when he's dead <laughs> four you're you're absolutely right, and there's no if there's no sense of place, there's no sense of character either. It's just it's it's unrestrained without posing limitations on on yeah. the characters and what they can do. Which again, Justice League, but I'd forgive an awful lot of this if the action were better. If there were actual fight scenes that I could follow, yeah, and enjoy and... and choreography that I could like, I could really get behind quite a hmm. bit of this because I think. If I remember correctly, and I haven't watched it in an awfully long time, I think the Daredevil movie, the two thousand three, I think. Daredevil yeah. movie with um, Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck, which we should probably cover some of the, one of these days, um, so that the DC fanboys won't 
think we're laying too heavily into it. Fuck them. But I seem to... I hate them. (laughs) I hate all of them. (laughs) I think that movie had better fights. Like, I seem to remember there was a really cool fight between Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck, like, outside of their costumes in a basketball court, ironically. When she thinks he's just fighting a blind man. Yeah. (laughs) I seem to remember that being well choreographed. I might be completely wrong on this one. I might try and find it whilst I'm... (laughs) You know what? It has it has 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. So that's <laughs> that's that's an extra 38%, I think, on Catwoman. And it's probably because of things like that. <laughs> Just some vague ability to see action sequences. This is going to be live directors... Not directors. Um, I didn't direct this. It's going to be live commentary now on the Jennifer Garner fight sequence. Wow, he is grabby. He just grabbed her hand. Ooh, that was He's a blind, awkward. though. <laughs> it's okay when blinds do it <laughs> that was a terrible sound effect oh wow this is naughties oh it's awkward is it better than Catwoman? yes because it's not cutting 10 times a minute ben affleck smirking it's so weird seeing someone who's not charlie cox playing this yeah now. sure you're blind <laughs> yeah you're pretty blind oh is this when he throws his fucking cane into the air whips off his jacket and then grabs the cane yeah, it is that. I do see a picture of him holding his hand out. Is he doing a Matrix thing? Yes, he is. This is so dumb. Nah. But it is... You can see what's happening. That will get you a lot of percents. What's happening is awkward, but you can see it. Interesting. I like. Jennifer Garner's really pretty. Okay, I'm going to stop. <laughs> um... <laughs> so that established. That established. We can go forward. There were some things we liked. And maybe we should move yeah, on to those. I think so. Okay, let's quick fire. Quick fire. Yeah, like I said, I like Frumpy Berry. I like her, the hairstyle and the clothes they've given her. It's sold. I believed her as huh. a person, as a slightly quirky, quirky, quirky. Yep. Slightly quirky. Quirky lady. <laughs> Why, I, I bought it. When the when Tom Lone has saved her and uh, she's late to her meeting or whatever and she yeah. goes to push him out, she pushes, pushes him out in a very cartoon, head down, hands <laughs> squ- like, square on his back. Yeah. Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Officer. A good bit of visual story. Visual. What the fuck is wrong with me? Nice. Visual storytelling. Visual by Dominique. <laughs> a good bit of visual storytelling is how it gets you to notice the time. Because the Merovingian very carefully um, announces mm. that uh, the project must be done by midnight. And so we need to know that she's running close to the wire. So after the very awkward sort of sped up blade style mm. office oh, scene, yeah. um, we zoom in yeah. and the screensaver of a computer that's not on her desk, but is very prominently in the foreground, is moving around in fast motion. And it's the time on it. So the quick motion makes you look at the monitor. And then when time slows down, you see that it says 11.43 or whatever. Mm. That was really effective. It was an effective way of getting me to know what time it was without having a character say, but it's 11.43! <laughs> Uh-oh! Four now. It's changed. <laughs> it changed halfway through that line. Sorry, I couldn't correct in time. <laughs> I wrote down, good boots, Uma. Sharon Stone looks a little bit like Uma Thurman at times at the beginning of this movie. <laughs> and she's wearing good boots. So that's that's good the, boots. that's the magic behind that line. When she's getting blasted out of the pipes, I was very surprised that she got hit by water. I don't, mm. Maybe I missed the line where she tells Byron Mann to uh, flush her out with water, but I was expecting... Just a, a whoosh of air to blow her mm. out. But then when uh. a massive amount of water suddenly just hits her, that took me by surprise. I liked it. Yeah, cool. I guess it's just the switch that they press. <laughs> they don't know if it's water or air. It could be fire. It could be ants. It could be fire ants. <laughs> oh, we've lost a whole ant deposit. It takes ages to build up. You put them in one at a time. Go get them. Oh. Do you know how many ants it takes 
<laughs> to fill an industrial-sized pipe enough to kill a human being. <laughs> enough to flush a berry. Is it, is it more than 20? I'm going to tell you what, Byron Man, it is more than 20. <laughs> You're right on the money there. You don't know how right you are with that one. You're right on the Byron Manny. <laughs> Tom Lone says Tom Lone in a g- very good way. Detective Lone. Tom. <laughs> Almost indistinguishable from the breath that is expelled yeah. whilst he says Tom Lone. It just sort of, the two merge. <laughs> it's like liquid butter. <laughs> it is. It's hard to say when it, where his name ends and his, his rest of his life begins. <laughs> um, I like the fact that when she goes to visit the crazy old woman, there's a big ginger cat on the sofa. Yeah. The big goofy, dumb looking cat just squat on the sofa with his big oh. bushy face. Oh, that was cute. <laughs> Meh. As bar here. <laughs> I didn't give superpowers to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> My superpowers not giving a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> there was two seconds of good camera work in that whole whirlwind of shit that where um she's she snaps up in bed from a dream or something and uh, the camera stops swishing about like a fucking drunken bastard in order to snap up <laughs> in the same sort of sudden movement that she has when she wakes uh, you know it's like is it like conveying something like in a film mm. i thought that uh halle berry's low intensity parkour around her living room was actually quite good yeah like she quite effortlessly and very gracefully is sort of jumping up on the furniture and hopping yeah. onto the bed and down mm. again it was yeah it was good that was nice cgi sofa though they actually used a cow <laughs> and um everything it... was cgi except halle berry yeah it's, I think it says a lot about this sort of female empowerment uh, supposed movie that one of the biggest laughs I had came from a sexist joke from the <laughs> cop where um, he was talking about his wife. It's like Tom Lone says, um, hey, would your wife go out on a ledge in order to rescue a cat? Maybe that cat was holding a pizza. <laughs> Just Fuck the, yeah. The, the smoothness of it really <laughs> it got, it got me. You got me, Bernard look, Manning. Yeah, it's look, the old one's the best. And <laughs> some, sometimes it, you know, it can be a little bit sexist. Sometimes a fat wife joke. It's just what you need to get you up in the morning. Is it? Is it sexist or is it just a good old fashioned fat joke, which we all love? <laughs> it's never, never an issue ever. It's funny as long as the person telling the joke is fat themselves. <laughs> Great. He wasn't. He was gorgeous. I fucking fell in love with him immediately. <laughs> it was not Bubbles from The Wire. Oh yeah, of course it was. He was a fucking statue of a man. He was. A good one. He can that. be a good fan. Not one that I'd make. He could be a joint. Yeah. <laughs> A good one. Halle Berry did a good purr, but the the line surrounding it was the shittest thing <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. I might take issue with this one. Is this when she's foiling the cat-themed bank robbery? Maybe. I think she gave it a bit too much German. I think that what you need to do with a good purr is roll your R's, and I feel like she gave it a bit too... What, what a perfect idea. I heard R, sir. I heard a tongue... A tongue... Well, let's sample here. What a perfect idea. Turns out Paul was right. <laughs> we can say that for yeah, sure. Paul wins. I really like the shot of her just before she goes into the opera, I think, where she's sort of reflected on a whole bunch of mirrors. Mm. Very stylish. Oh, yeah. She looks that good. was good. Perfectly white, but with a very sort of black silhouette kind of mm. walking across these various mirrors. It looked great. It's like in John Wick or something. <laughs> yeah. I liked the one fight scene that uh, where Catwoman could suddenly uh, fight in Capoeira. Caporia, Dehoria, hi. It was fun, and you, and you could tell when the camera wasn't cutting madly that there was someone there who actually. Oh no, she learned. She did train. So did Halle Berry do her moves, own stunts? But... Do her own fighting? Maybe not own stunts, but she did know some Caporia. So oh, okay, well, she may well have been doing that's some a... spinning about down. Then that's there. a good thing. Oh, I like the way that she really smoothly scratches the Merovingian's face. Oh yeah, just kind of. 
It was very smooth. It's a good motion. Nice. She, one one scene, she's... Oh, that's it. When she's locked up and the cop closes the door behind her, mm. he goes, you be a nice kitty now. And she goes... <laughs> and he kind of goes... <laughs> oh, I mean... <laughs> you also uh, mentioned that you quite liked her hissing at the dogs when they were barking at her early on in the film. Yes. That's it. I did have hiss down, but I couldn't remember what, what oh. it was about. That's it. She hisses at dogs and I, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> I liked her cat sounds. I liked her. I, she did good I cat sounds. I genuinely quite liked Barry in this. And I feel like it's kind of undeserving that she... I feel it's really unfair that the Rotten Tomatoes kind of singled her out. Golden and raspberries? Like, yep. <laughs> not Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> no, not them at all. <laughs> imagine no, no, imagine no. saying them when you meant the other. That'd be terrible. What a dumbass. Oh, what a loser. Uh, mm. Meow, perfect. Oh, I'm Pearl Goodman. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> she was pretty good as Frumpy Berry. I really didn't like her Catwoman stuff, but I think it is dialogue uh, is script directing yeah. and everything and i think know. but the delivery yeah, her performance as catwoman i thought was all right she was sassy and i thought it was too sass full on. it was too sass for me oh no it, it was so sass that the words stopped sounding like real words yeah <laughs> <laughs> everything was like not quite a word uh, or an accent life is like a box of catwomen <laughs> 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 Get off my bench! <laughs> well, my final good thing is that the Merovingian, I should probably know his name. Not Vincent Cassel. Not Vincent Cassel. What would that be in French? Uh, Vincent Cassel pas. Ne Cassel pas. Non Vincent Cassel yeah. pas. <laughs> Lambert Wilson. Lambert Wilson. It's a pretty good name. Here's the thing about Lambert Wilson is he's got a fabulous set of eyebrows on him. <laughs> he has. And he's he's gonna he's gonna do he's gonna do the whole world for you with those eyebrows. But my particular favorite was after saying a particularly sassy line to his um, female accompaniment. Mm. I think this is a total waste of time. Don't. What? Think ever. Consider it a condition of our relationship. Uh, who's not his wife, Sharon Stone. <gasps> Scandal. Scandalous by mystique. Um, he, he just rests his face onto his finger, like shoving his eyebrow up and has a, smi- yes. a, a really satisfied smile. The only really, the closest I can think of is it reminds me of like Lester Burnham. <laughs> when he's just stood up to his wife. Yeah. <laughs> who confronted him over masturbating in bed. Yeah. And he just turns over like. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Merovingian smile when he's, when he's just, when he's just gotten his really attractive date to leave. <laughs> <laughs> no sex for me later. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, everyone. Oh, great. Did we get anything from the OGT? Yeah, get out of it. We actually had two things from the OGT. Tomb! Oh, shit. So the Valkyries, but with lights and baubles at Valkyrie's blog, said uh, straight, okay. up, straight up love me all those different cats. And there were a lot of different cats. There was a tabby. Yeah. There was a Scottish fold, probably. There was Aww. a Canadian fold. Cornish blue. Yeah, an Australian racist. <laughs> and uh, a Swiss cheese. A Swiss cheese. Swiss and cheese cat. An exploding cat. <laughs> Love those. Yeah. All the cats. Oh, my aunt had one of those when she was still alive. <laughs> How did she die? <laughs> she got hit by a bus. Oh, shit. Yeah. Cat was driving it, though. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't have a fucking license. <laughs> 
That's the, that's the wipers, listeners at home. That's, uh, listeners at home, that was the wipers of the bus. Somehow cleaning up the exploding cat remains from the outside. I was doing your aunt's uh, oh, gourd viscera. remains. I see. And outside of the bus, you fuck. I anticipated that the cat would have exploded shortly after having committed the heinous act. No, he went on to live a long life <laughs> um, before, ex- before exploding in s- some other idiot's face. <laughs> exploding of old age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone, but Uncle Uncle Exploding Cat has died. Um, <laughs> he exploded gently in his sleep. Did you put him in the box? Yeah, I put him in the box beforehand. <laughs> As is cat tradition. <laughs> cat tradition. We're now just going to go kick him up a hedge. <laughs> so that some neighbor kids can be really traumatized by him. So spake of the cat lord. <laughs> Optimus Prime 99. Optimus Prime 99. Yeah. He sent us a gif. He hashtagged as well. In the hashtag iconic. Nice. And uh, it's... A lovely gif of Hallie doing a dunk. <laughs> and now I now I see it again. It's so much better Aww. and more poetic. It's so much better as an isolated repeated clip with the repeats, meaning that you can actually get a chance to see what's happening. I don't mean better like that. Oh, okay. She flies through the air like magic. <laughs> it cuts to the kids who in unison look up at the ring and, and <laughs> gasp in awe. And then her face closes in on the camera and then she dunks and then she lands on Tom Lone, like a lion. And it's just, <laughs> it really is fucking dumb. <laughs> Outside of the context of this dumb movie, it's a very admirably dumb moment. <laughs> Thanks, OG team. Thanks, OG Exploding Um, Let's talk about the one better thing. The one better thing. Well, for me, it's got to be Wonder Woman, hasn't it? That's how you prove a point, everyone. Uh, you get a director with a surname for a start. And like Pete Off, uh, Patty Jenkins has one. She has directing chops too. She did Monster. That was a good film. Yeah. Uh, you get the you get the feeling that she would come to directing a film with a message, and the message is that Wonder Woman is a coherent, cohesive film with a strong through line of doing what is right and wondering what what Chris Pine's penis looks like. It's a great origin story and is so much more sophisticated than its DC contemporaries. Gal Gadot is a is perfect for the role. There are real sets, great supporting cast. It looks great for the most part. The action is satisfying and the humor actually works. So it's the opposite of Catwoman. <laughs> I also would like to have a female superhero, uh, please. But okay. the thing is, some of the there's so many great ones in the MCU. It's just that they're not front and center. Yeah. Annoyingly, I mean, you can go back. You've got the Wasp, who's often who's played brilliantly by Evangeline Lilly, even if she's not quite given enough um, to do. Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie in yeah. Thor Ragnarok is fucking superb. The longest running, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Um, <laughs> Scarlett Johansson as Black yeah. Widow. Um, who else is here? Pick any fucking character from Black Panther who's not the Black Panther, and you've got mm. a really great female superhero, especially his sister. Um, mm. Let me get her name. Letitia Wright as Shuri. Mm. She's great, and I was really happy she showed up again in Infinity War. Anyone else? Oh, um, Gamora from Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Captain Marvel. Yeah. I love that film. Yeah, and. <laughs> retrospectively love that film yeah you've got all these great characters it's just they're all scattered around how great would yeah. it be to have a sort of one movie team mm. up of all of them yeah. let's hope then we've got where... Jess- jessica jones i suppose she's great let's yeah. hope that's where all of this is going but let's leave marvel and come back to dc because we've talked an awful lot of shade about it and let's have a word about the Catwoman who worked and that would be michelle pfeiffer in batman mm. returns and i believe somewhat underratedly Anne halfway in the dark knight rises oh totally. Oh, what do you do you like something about a christopher nolan film paul's Yes, actually. Yes, now shut up. Again. <laughs> it was alone. 
I really like Anne Hathaway as Cat as Catwoman. She's um this character who has a very clear idea of what she wants at the beginning and ends up being challenged for her sort of self interest mm. and sees the wider context of her actions. It's a fairly conventional superhero story, but she has a lot of charm to her as she's playing it. I love the sort of tricks that she has. My favorite is when she's just effortlessly taken out a bunch of guys in a um yeah. in a trade off with her gun and she's got some great moves as well. Yeah, police are storming in, and she just immediately transforms into a sort of um, yeah. screaming bystander who sinks down, yeah. sort of sobbing until the police are all passed. At which point, she just sneaks, she snaps yeah. out of it in a second, and just walks out of there. It's really satisfying to see the way in which men underestimate women, sort of used against them. Yeah. It's really cool. That's what makes her more like a cat. Not saying perfect. And cats uh, are always doing that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> cat, cats are fucking insidious snakes of creatures. <laughs> what cats do is that they'll do something really fucking dumb and then just immediately look them like the most dignified thing on earth. It's why I love them so much. I'm yeah. a cat person and I love them because they're so graceful looking and so beautiful and, you know, the perfect thing that was ever created and cute and adorable and they're dumb as fuck. It's great. <laughs> they fall off shit. They get stuff stuck around their neck and run about yeah. the house. They're idiots. And they're judgmental. <laughs> Stupid judgmental pricks, and I love them. <laughs> um, I, I used to be a cat person, but I find as I get older and become more anxious and aware of death, I prefer dogs. <laughs> I want love, constant love. <laughs> I need, I demand it. Yeah, you're not going to get that from a cat, or from or from this podcast. I'm happy enough to just have a relationship with a cat where every so often I'll just see it, and it'll be nice. Yeah, and, and it'll go. be another month. Yeah, and you go, oh hey kitty. And the only time you're aware of its existence is the fact that the food bowl keeps emptying somehow. Yeah. It shows up for love, and you can give love and feel good about giving love. And they'll, and they'll, and they'll do something, and you'll go, aw, and that's it. They'll look like the most incredibly sort of dignified thing on earth. Then they'll fall on their back and just look like... Yeah. And then they'll bite your eye <laughs> and ha- hang from your face like a, like a weasel. It's like being in a relationship with a Scot. It's just brilliant. <laughs> Anyway, so yes, the other Catwoman projects we highly recommend. It is a shame that Michelle Pfeiffer didn't get a chance to have a second outing as Catwoman because she did a really good job as the sort of deranged, unhinged Catwoman. Not, maybe yeah. maybe not quite the icon of, of empowerment considering she's just a woman with mental health issues who spends most of it hysterically well. crying and screaming. But <laughs> that's Tim Burton. She's still really well, cool. I can't wait for the ne- Netflix spin-off. Michelle <laughs> Pfeiffer and Anne Hathaway. They're back, everyone. Yeah. Catwomen. Yeah. Bring Halle Berry along too. Yeah, fuck it. But film her only by Pete Off. <laughs> this is quickly deteriorating, Paul. I think we should speak about our ideas before <laughs> before we just you know, riff on them in front of everyone, in front of the kind listeners at home here. Each of the directors direct their Catwomen. And when it's all three of them together, all three directors have to jostle with their cameras. All right, watch out. <laughs> Look out, you fucking overrated hack. All right, it's a bit strong. Imagine a French prick getting in my way. <laughs> I think it goes a bit something like this. And a curly-haired ponce. <laughs> yeah, we don't have Who doesn't know how to tell a story without a computer anymore. <laughs> Burn, Tim Burton. I can't yeah. do a Tim Burton impression. I've not. They, I mean, they, they should call you Tim Burton because of what I just did. <laughs> I'm Christopher Nolan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know Tim Burton. All I can think is just nah. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's it how he looks. <laughs> he looks like Bruce Dern. <laughs> Take it away, Hans. I can't. I've got fucking Danny Elfman here. 
<laughs> I don't think he'd say Tim Burton. I think he'd kind of go Tim Burton. <laughs> now you're putting a kind of David Lynch twist on it of just um, hi everyone. He'd be like a high pitched, less gravelly David Lynch. <laughs> I'm one of the most respected filmmakers who ever lived. I love David Lynch's voice. I wouldn't change it for the world. It's amazing. It's as um, intoxicating as Werner Herzog's. <laughs> oh God, the two having a conversation with each other would just be an. It'd be like whatever's after ASMR. B N. What's after S? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> nah, wasn't smart enough to make that work. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, gang. B N T S. B N T S. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Bunts. <laughs> no, David Lynch, you're saying it wrong. Bunts. <laughs> Shut up, Tim Burton. So good for me. Now, <laughs> that was a segment of our show that I can't remember which one it was. So let's just move on to the next bit. One better thing. One better thing. The one better thing. All right, Paul, how can people find out about the one good thing? fucking thing you can get through to us on twitter and facebook and that ledge that we stand on when uh, it's night and we think no one can see us <laughs> ogt pod that's how you do it forward slash at all the things send us an email at gmail ogtpod at gmail.com you can f- subscribe on itunes podbean youtube and stitcher and if you haven't already do it and if you haven't left us a review do it do it and and, and do it do a good one do it do it. thanks so much for listening we're getting so close to 100 everyone my god we're close i cannot wait all yeah. right. Well, thank you very much for listening to Gong 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 Deeper and Down. I'm Paul Salt. I'm Deeper Underground. <laughs> Remember, the one good thing about Jamira Cries Godzilla 1998, <laughs> but also Catwoman, coincidentally, is that sometimes it falls off a ledge and looks really funny as it's doing. <laughs>